Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. It is the Ben Maller Show here on Fox Sports Radio. I am Eddie Garcia. He is Brian No, ready to talk a little football, a little gambling, and whatever else we have to discuss here. In for Ben Maller. Driving the show on my own. It takes me back to my driver's education days. Maybe we'll talk about that a little bit later. But, uh, Brian, as you like to say, we had some ball. I'm not really sure I'm into that the way you described that. Really? Yeah, we can talk about that. We don't need to, okay. we don't need to start off talking about that. Okay. Uh, but we did have some preseason NFL football to discuss, and we will. Uh, but we need to let you know that we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com. We'll help you get there with unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So we had a pair of Thursday night NFL preseason games, and we've talked about this a little bit over the last two nights as we've been filming in for Ben. Eh, preseason football for me is sometimes interesting, sometimes not so much. But to me, uh, what was interesting about tonight, other than one of the top drafted quarterbacks making his NFL debut of sorts, is that this is the kickoff of a full slate of preseason games. We had the Hall of Fame game the other day, or the other week in Canton, Ohio. Uh, But we've got, we had the two games tonight. We've got six games coming up on Friday, six more games on Saturday, and two more on Sunday. So it's, to me, this signifies that we are actually getting close to the real 
football season in the NFL, and, and that obviously is exciting. Yes, we are getting closer. This is like the, um, the souped-up version of pitchers and catchers reporting, Eddie. You know how some uh, baseball fans, they get all excited, springs around the corner, they go, oh, pitchers and catchers. We get um, actual games. We get to see some of the starters, some, and we get to see some of the rookies. Like you mentioned, C.J. Stroud looking terrible, but uh, interesting, nevertheless, to see him out there for the first time in his Texans threads. Yeah, and, and you know, the, the debate is how much are you actually going to take away from his performance. And, I, you know, if he would have lit the world on fire – Eh, might have uh, been impressive, and you think, all right, nice first step for this young guy, talented kid, number two overall pick. Uh, that wasn't the case, um, and he did not look good. But I'm, I don't know if I'm going to take how much I'm going to take out of it. But it is what it is. He wasn't good. Uh, he got two series. They did not pick up an offensive first down. I think they got one on a roughing the, the passer call. Uh, two of four passing, 13 yards. He got sacked. 15-yard uh, loss, and then right after that, on a third and long, forced the ball into coverage that uh, had no chance of being completed. An awful decision. I don't care if it's preseason football, high school football, just a terrible decision. And then that was it for him. He's out of the game, so not a great start. I know the first-year head coach, D'Amico Ryans, who was obviously coaching his first NFL game of sorts. We know these aren't real games. They don't really count, but still, uh, he had said going into the game, what do you, he was asked, what do you want to see from C.J. Stroud? He said, I don't want to see him blink. Well, I think he might have blinked a couple of times. <laughs> I, uh, not, not really the start you want to see. It, it was bad. It was bad. It's not disastrous. It doesn't mean he can't play in the league, but it was a very ugly first step for him. I think it would be funny if he was asked after the game, what were you hoping to see? And he said, not that. Not that is what I was hoping to see. But look, man, it's, uh, it's a process. And we said this where I said it before the preseason game is, just look at the talent disparity. Look at the talent that he had around him at Ohio State and the lack of talent he has around him with the Houston Texans. So it's going to take a while for him to get used to the talent that he has around him. And um, you saw that a, a bit on display. So it'd be knee-jerk to be like, oh, did you see the interception? He's going to stink. I just think that... If you think about this logically, Eddie, you think about just the wide receivers that he left. If you look at 2021 at Ohio State, he had as his main receivers Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson, and Jackson Smith and Jigba. So Jackson Smith and Jigba was just the 20th overall pick. He's a rookie with the Seahawks. Last year, you had Chris Olave play great for the Saints. You had Garrett Wilson he was the offensive rookie of the year with the Jets. Like, those guys went 10th and 11th in the draft. Jackson Smith and Jigba, like I said, 20th overall pick. And then last year at Ohio State, he had Marvin Harrison Jr., who might be a top three pick, and Amika Abuka, who's probably going to be a first-round pick also. He literally had five first-round guys. He doesn't have that. That would be like the Texans saying, all right, we're going to need the third overall pick for Marvin Harrison Jr. We're going to need 10th overall for Olave, 11th overall for Wilson, 20th overall for Smith and Jigba, and uh, maybe a lower first rounder for Abuka. That's just insane. That's what he left. So where he's at, it's culture shock right now. And then you add to it, trying to get up to speed on the NFL level, it's going to be very bumpy this first year. No doubt about it. 
Well, the offensive line certainly didn't help him as well. Um, but I look, is it too early to, uh, to question a head coach? Because if I'm D'Amico Ryans, I'm not taking him out of the game until he does something positive that he can feel good about. Yeah. I mean, that performance was awful. It, I mean, like I said, no first downs offensively. He takes a sack. All right, maybe you don't want to force the ball downfield and throw an interception, but you'd prefer that he throw the ball away. And now you're in a third and very long, and he throws a pass that, again, at any level of football is a terrible decision. And uh, there's there was zero chance of that pass to be completed. But if I run to Miko Ryan's, I'm like, okay, let's get – maybe we went into the game and said we're going to script him a couple series, whatever. I'm going to change it up. I want him to at least leave the game having gotten a first down. I, I don't – you know, play him one more series and see how it goes. I just thought there's no need to take him out after that. Give him something to feel better about. Give him something so when he breaks down film, they can say, okay, that is an example of what we want to see. And there really was no good examples that he put on display in that in that performance. Yeah, I like what you're thinking. And C.J. Stroud, after the game, he talked about getting pulled, and he said, it's tough. I mean, the competitor in me was like, coach, let me go back out there. Let me fix my wrongdoings. And and he didn't get that opportunity. Of course, that could have backfired if he went out there and threw another pick, you know. Uh, but I hear you. I think that it makes sense to put him out there again. Look, man, it's just going to be a process. Now you have to wonder, after tonight's performance, is he going to start in week one? Because it certainly didn't help his chances to do that. So I'm curious what they will end up doing. And also, you look at Anthony Richardson, the Colts quarterback. He'll start on Saturday against the Bills. So, look, man, there's a lot riding on these rookies in terms of playing well and putting their coaches at ease, the front office is at ease, and thinking, yeah, we feel confident starting them in week one. C.J. Stroud didn't take a step in that direction tonight. He didn't. And people might forget because it hasn't been that long. We only have three preseason games now. It's not the four, so the runway isn't quite as long as it used to be, right, for rookies to get in there and get some more reps. So it, it's going to come pretty quick. It's going to be time to make a decision on who's going to get to play. And unfortunately for C.J. Stroud, it wasn't a great first step, uh, obviously. The Texans did beat the Patriots for what that's worth, 20-9. to nine. Mac Jones did not play for New England. And then the second game, uh, we had no starting quarterbacks appearing in this one. Vikings against the Seahawks. Seattle gets the 24-13 win. No Kirk Cousins for Minnesota. No Geno Smith. For sale. So I don't know if there was too much to take away from that one, if there's anything that you wanted to mention as far as that game goes. But I think clearly C.J. Stroud and his first step, and unfortunately for him, not a great first step, was kind of the big takeaway from the night. Well, I know we'll get to gambling later in the show with Phil Mickelson and <laughs> yeah. Iowa and Iowa State. Yeah. For what it's worth, I did hit my hey. first half over in the uh, Viking Seahawks game right there, if you're well, curious about that. that's certainly positive. We did, uh, we did have uh, Poppy call in to yesterday's show. That's right. And to the surprise of no one, he uh, got his pick wrong. He had yeah. the over, uh, and uh, the, the total was 29 Texans Patriots. He, I, was, uh, I think he's – what was the over? It was 30-something, I believe. Yeah, he said it was – Around 39 or so, I yeah, want to say, little, when he called it. was a little in. high, but it was a little re- inflated. regardless, <laughs> hard to believe Poppy not did not have his facts straight. That is shocking. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure he's going to be very surprised that the uh, Bill O'Reilly offense did not do That's right. better with C.J. Stroud <laughs> at quarterback there. But uh, yeah, well, I'm surprised I, O'Reilly didn't let him have another series there. Yeah, yeah, do it live. Get him, get him out there another series for sure. Uh, so we did Doing have live. we had a lot of talent on display though uh, in in tonight's game. We had three of the top five picks in this year's draft in action. Yeah. Uh, Will Anderson, as bad as 
you know, C.J. Stroud was. I thought Will Anderson, the, the edge rusher out of Alabama, the uh, second first-round pick for the Texans, uh, third overall pick. I thought he had a nice game. How about this? Your first NFL game, I know it's not a real game, but your first preseason game, you're getting double-teamed on the opening yeah. series. How's that for respect? That's a lot wow. of respect right there, for sure. And you ever have these opinions, Eddie, that you believe, but you're like, this could backfire. That's how I feel about Will Anderson Jr. My stance on him is he could be a very good NFL player, and the Texans obviously need him to be. But I hate that move by the Texans where you move up. I think they moved up from 13th to 3. They traded a bunch of draft capital to get Will Anderson Jr. And when you have C.J. Stroud, who again left a who's who stable of wide receivers at Ohio State, and you trade all this draft capital to get Will Anderson Jr., who might be really good, but you got to surround C.J. Stroud with what he's used to. He's used to top-end wide receivers, like top picks in the first round type talent. And you go out and you trade all that draft capital. They don't have a first-rounder next year. They could have potentially used that to get his old teammate, Marvin Harrison Jr. And instead you get Will Anderson Jr.? I just don't think you set up C.J. Stroud for success, and it's completely different than what he's been used to. So Will Anderson Jr. is going to have to be an absolute baller for that deal to work out because you're shortchanging C.J. Stroud from the wide receiver talent he's used to. Some of the other big names, the young players that uh, made their debuts, uh, we talked about it yesterday, John Mechie, the, the wide receiver out of Alabama, coming back from cancer. That's a great story. He did have a catch for five yards, and Jackson Smith and Jigba for the Seahawks had three catches for 25 yards. So some good young talent getting their, their first steps, their feet wet uh, in the National Football League with a couple of preseason games. Yeah, and a night. Drew Locke sighting. Drew Locke was yeah, in there forever. one of Coop's favorite all-time players. <laughs> That's loves, right. He loves, loves him Drew some Drew Locke. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the other, you know, we talk about this is kind of the start of getting ready for the NFL season. Uh, something new for me, I watched this game on YouTube TV, right? That's a, oh, yeah. that's a thing now this season. If you were a former DirecTV user like myself and you had the Sunday ticket, you now had to, if you wanted to continue to get the Sunday ticket, become a YouTube TV guy and do the, do the cord cutting thing. Uh, so I did that watching the NFL Network. This is the first time I, I watched a football game using that. So that's something that's a little bit different going forward. Did you like it? I was fine. I mean, I didn't notice any difference at all, to be honest with you. Was, yeah. I did. I you know had to kind of log in. <laughs> I hadn't even logged into it until now, to be I honest know. with you. I, I bought it. Remember they had that deal? I think you get like $100 off if you, uh-huh. if you, yeah, if you that's signed right. up a couple of months ago. So of course, as a, like it's the sucker I am, I did that because I wanted to save a hundred dollars. Even though is probably... that deal gone now? Yeah, I forgot yeah. to do that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's gone now. Oh shoot! It might, it might be there might be a fifty dollars savings now. I don't know, but I hope so. I've had that online package for the last couple of years, and it's fine. Oh really? Yeah, like I had I... I had Directv for I don't know twenty years with the Sunday ticket. Yeah. Oh. I'd prefer that. I'd prefer it to be on TV. And I don't know if you do it, Eddie, if you do like the eight box thing. Is that what you do for the early games? No, I don't, I don't do that at all. I, I, no. I pick a game. I, I stick with it for the most part until there's reason to flip around, you know, when the games get later in the fourth quarter and maybe there's something interesting going on, then I'll start flipping around. But I don't, I don't try and watch. I'm, I guess my attention span isn't that good. Yeah, I can't, I can't watch all those those things like that. Interesting. Yeah. I could uh, top out, because it was DirecTV online, you can top out with four screens on your computer. You have four little boxes for the games. 
and then you could have like a tablet going, a phone going. So I could get about six if I'm not going to the sports bar for the early games. I can get six and pay attention. You can flip around with the four. It's not bad, man. It's not the same as TV. You can't go back. You can't rewind. Uh, so there are a couple of things that you don't have the same bells and whistles. But not bad, man. I've had that online thing for a little while. It's really not that bad. I heard Justin Cooper, our executive producer, chime in and say, interesting. You you, you like watching more than one game at, at the same time, too, like Brian? No, for the morning slate, I just park it on Red Zone, and that's pretty much what I watch unless the Broncos are on in the morning, and then I'm watching the Bronco game and switching to Red Zone during the commercials. Or if they've been eliminated and you just go to the mountains, right? No, <laughs> Brian. <laughs> I'd continue, un- unlike unlike other sports, when uh, when the Broncos are eliminated, I, for some reason, continue to watch every single game. Mm. I- I'm like Ben. I think Ben said he's his own red zone channel. I- I- that's-, that's me. I-, I Like I said, I'll, I'll pick one game. Like, there if there's you go. A- yeah. If there's a clear game of the morning, then I'm going to pick that game. And then, like I said, as things develop, then I'll figure out, okay, this game's getting more interesting. This one upset Bruinier. Let me flip back and forth between here and there. So I'm, I'm kind of my own red zone. Channel. Man, I'm either at the sports bar. I hate um, going to the sports bar. Oh, I love it. Ah. Uh, it's like it's like watching a tennis match if you've taken catnip. You know what I mean? And you're just looking at screen after screen after screen. Oh, you're going I, crazy. I got to focus on one thing. I can't. I can't be bouncing back and forth between things. Oh, I'm fine with that. Or if I'm at home, it's a minimum of five games on. Minimum. I used to do the sports bar thing before I lived on my own and was able to to get Sunday ticket on my own. But unlike Ben, Ben always complains about this. I actually I enjoy hearing the audio. I do too. I do yeah. too. the game. And, oh, yeah. and also other people annoy me. <laughs> <laughs> other people annoy me. I don't want to be annoyed. I want to focus. I want to focus on the game. Real quick before we go to break, Brian, the ball thing. Where where does that come from? Because I, you've mentioned it many times. We're going to talk about ball. Yeah. And for me, <laughs> like when I hear someone say, you know, let's talk about ball, I'm thinking baseball. baseball. Yes. You I know, know. Play this, ball. I've had this argument no. with them before. I'm huh? thinking even basketball. I've never heard anyone talk about ball and have it mean football. Is that a Midwestern thing or something? I'm not sure. It it comes from one of my friends from back home in South Bend. Shout out to the Midwest and a guy named Colin Burns. So I did radio with this guy when I was first starting out in South Bend. And he would say that. He's like, ready for ball. And I just, it stuck, you know? And so I've Spells always like referred to it. Ball. That's right. Doesn't it feel good? You got to like dig into it though, Eddie, no. you know? No, I wanna, I, I'd rather you say pigskin. I'm not a fan of ball. Not just, no, I'm sorry. Man, that's, that's unfortunate right there because <laughs> I feel it. I feel it in my bones over here. It's time for ball. Uh, yes. It's a little disturbing on some level anyway. <laughs> I'm not meaning it that way. But well, yeah, if you are, that's fine. Football, that's yeah, not yeah, sure. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, 
You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zen create the first ever nicotine pouch, we're still America's number one choice for smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. It could be because Zen is made with only six simple ingredients, including naturally derived nicotine salt. Or maybe it's because Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zen won't cut it like traditional tobacco, just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zin. Find your Zin online or in a store near you at zin.com slash find. That's zyn.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It is the Ben Maller Show, minus Ben Maller. I'm Eddie Garcia. Brian No has joined me as well. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com Fox Sports Radio Studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hope you enjoyed that first hour. One down, three to go. Having some fun. Bringing in some of the uh, Maller Militia callers as well. And don't forget, coming up in the third hour of tonight's show, an homage, if you will, to Ben Maller, doing one of his famous bits. We will have Ask Ben, an extended version with uh, the entire support crew joining as well. Obviously, we got Brian over there. Matsu Balanos is doing the updates. Justin Cooper producing and Iowa Sam pushing all of the buttons. So looking forward to that. Uh, use the hashtag Ask Ben. To get those questions in. By the way, Eddie, I don't want to derail you, but what's your favorite and least favorite Big Ben benchmark? His benchmark? Yeah, like any sort of bit. You know, wh- oh. which bit do you love the most and, like, dislike the most? Well, Ask Ben uh, is is my favorite bit. Um, I do enjoy playing Maller's Mountain of Money because I kick Ben's ass at it fairly <laughs> consistently, and I like winning, and I like Ben losing, so that's fun. Um, which ones do I not care for? Uh, uh, let's see. What's the one coop that he does where you pick the story? Is it fact or fiction? Eh, not a big fan of that one. Not a big fan? Eh, not a big fan of that one. Yeah. I could do without it. Yeah, do you yeah, have, do you have any favorite Ben Maller benchmarks? Um, you know, I do love Ask Ben. Yeah. Because, uh, listen, you, 
you you get away from sports a little bit. You get into life. You get a backstory. It's always good. Always good when that happens. And I, I like learning a little bit more about my radio coworkers. I mean, it's rare that we hang out outside of work. Frankly, you know, I don't know how different that is from other jobs. Yeah. Um, but it's it's fun to learn a little bit more about. Uh, I know a lot about Coop because we've worked together for so long, but I don't know much about Monsi, to be honest with you. Yeah. Iowa Sam, I know you're from Iowa, but I we I found out that you went to the University of Iowa, and I didn't even know that. So you find things out. It's pretty fun. So that's my favorite part of Ask Ben. Is kind of yeah, I, at least Monsi. I know a few fun facts. I've worked with Monsi quite a bit. She's awesome. She's come time. around on yeah. Cheez-Its. You know, she <laughs> talked trash about him for a long time. And then what? she tried a certain flavor and she's like, these are delicious. So she was that calling was them trash hits. Yeah, no, they are trash hits, except for this one that I found. No, it was Monty, like a curvy no. one and it was sharp <laughs> white one. cheddar. Whoa. Every was- flavor is delectable. <laughs> no, regular cheese hits suck. Suck. No, they're, no. they're nourishing. All, all cheese hits are great. Uh, cheddar right. Jack is the best one. No. And then and then white cheddar is really good too. The sharp white cheddar. It was just like a like a like a rigid. Head one. ridges. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know those are good. Yes. They're a little bigger too. The squares yes. are bigger. Uh, yes, mm-hmm. and a little those bit of a tasty. different texture. Yes. Oh yes. Yes. Powdered kind of powdered yes. cheese. I, I can't I can't think of cheese hits <laughs> without thinking of a famous radio story. And and Brian, you're filling in for our old Fox Sports Radio colleague Steve Zabin. Yeah. In Milwaukee. Yeah, Zabe was doing an interview with Don King, the famous mm-hmm. or infamous boxing promoter, and Don King was eating Cheez Its while doing the interview, <laughs> and he damn near choked on the air. Oh man! See? And he See? started choking, and Steve's like, "Are you, you okay, Don?" He's like, uh, "Cheez It." <laughs> <laughs> oh man! If you have that audio somewhere, that oh, is gold. That was a few years ago. I'm sure Steve has it somewhere that he could play it for you. Uh, but uh, that was yeah, that was a phenomenal. I didn't know Cheez Its had been around that long. You know, is it just me? I didn't know. What are you talking I, about? Let's I, find yeah, out. Let's I don't know how out. long they've been around. I bet they've been around for forty years. That's really? What I'm say 1983. Introduced in 1921. Oh, <laughs> hundred years. Wow. The Ben Maller Show, not only entertaining, but educational. (laughs) That is insane. Yeah. I had no idea about that. So, Brian, we had uh, a couple of preseason games, one of them involving the New England Patriots. And we've had some interesting Patriot talk a little bit with Blind Scott uh, calling Mm -hmm. and talking about a possible quarterback controversy there. And Mac Jones maybe not talking to Bailey Zappi and so on and so forth. So I've heard this narrative that Bill Belichick is on the hot seat. And I think this is absurd. And not it's not because I think that Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick should have some sort of lifetime appointment as like a Supreme Court justice or anything like that. He can be fired just as easily as anybody else. But, I mean, he has won six Super Bowls. And he is, I believe, 19 wins away from passing Don Shula for the all-time wins list. And I think the Patriots want him to break that record as head coach of the Patriots. And I, the only way, when I hear someone's on the hot seat, obviously that the connotation is that he could be fired. And I just mm-hmm. don't see unless it turns into a complete disaster, which I don't think it will. I think the Patriots are not a playoff team, but I think they'll be, you know, they'll win six, seven games. Unless it turns into a disaster, I don't see Robert Kraft firing one of the legendary coaches in NFL history. If you look at the history of the NFL, none of those legendary coaches have ever been fired. Like uh, Chuck Noll did not get fired. He retired from the Steelers. Bill Walsh retired from the 49ers. Vince Lombardi left to take a different job. Then he got cancer and passed away when he went to go to the Redskins. Like 
even like Joe Gibbs when he came back for that second run with the Redskins and it was kind of a disaster, they didn't fire him either. He just decided, I mean, maybe it was one of those things where it's like, hey, Joe, it's not really working out. Maybe you want to resign. He's like, yeah, I think it's a good idea. But they, these guys don't get fired. I, I don't, I just cannot see it being that bad that Bill Belichick would get fired by the Patriots. Yeah, well, I agree with that. It would have to be a complete disaster. And I know some people will push back and be like, oh, you, you don't get a lifetime pass and all that. Okay. But he's been 25 and 25 post Brady. And that certainly is not ideal. But you could go around the NFL and there'll be a lot of coaches that would be in that area or worse over the last three years. And you're not calling for their jobs. I think with Belichick, 25 and 25 looks way worse than it actually is because he has six rings with the Patriots, right? So it makes the here and now look way worse than it actually is. I'm not telling you 25 and 25 is awesome, but I'm telling you it's not like this guy better produce or he's freaking out of here. Like, not when he has the success in the past that he's enjoyed. You can't go from a lot of people think he's the GOAT. A lot of people think he's the greatest head coach of all time. And I don't think you can lose sight of that as if he's been, what, like 3-14 and 14 each of the last three years. It hasn't been that bad. And I also look at the lack of talent. Some of that is on Belichick. A lot of people criticize him as the GM. But as far as the coach, tell me what other coach would be doing way better with the lack of talent overall that the, the Patriots roster has. So I don't think this is a coaching thing where if you fire Belichick, it's like poof, instant results right there. So, yeah, I think it's an overreaction. Well, you do talk about the GM thing, and I think if there is a sign that maybe something could happen, and we've seen this before in sports, right? I mean, maybe Phil Jackson comes to mind where you had a head coach who was doing double duty, right? He was the head coach and the general manager, and Belichick has been the GM, as you've said, in in Foxborough for as long as he's been the head coach, I believe. So if it got bad and and they'd missed the playoffs, I don't know, five seasons in a row, something like that, maybe Robert Kraft goes to him and says, hey, Bill, um, mm-hmm. maybe it's time to let somebody else run the team and you just focus on the coaching. Maybe that's a possibility. I don't even see that happening, to be honest with you, but maybe – it's a possibility. If, if that were to happen, then I think maybe we'd see the writing on the wall a little bit. But the only thing I could see to where Bill, Bill Belichick could be fired is Robert Kraft is 82 years old. And he's had some great times, obviously, winning those championships. But when these guys get a little bit older and they see the end is coming a little bit closer, they're like, I want to win one more. I want to have that parade one more time. I want to have that one more ring and, and, you know, maybe there's some hot coaching prospect out there and the, the timing is right. It, 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 maybe he changes his mind, right? When he, when he's, I mean, he's going to turn the, the, the team over to his son at some point. But uh, I, I wonder if, if your philosophy doesn't change when you kind of, you know, your mortality is kind of in front of you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And look, he's close to some milestones here career wise, too. He's got 298 regular season wins. So George Hallis is at 318, so he's 20 away from tying George Hallis, and he's 30 away from tying Don Shula for the most wins ever in the regular season. So is it that bad? That's the question Robert Kraft would have to ask himself. Is it that bad after the end of the 2023 season when Belichick is on the doorstep of these career milestones 
to say, hey, thanks for the six rings, but get out of here. <laughs> I doubt it's going to be that bad in 23 for him to say that. Although when you do look at the Patriots this season, and you obviously as a Dolphins fan pay very close attention to the AFC East, it also would not be out of the realm of possibility for them to finish dead last in that division. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, as a matter of fact, I, I mean, I haven't really looked at all of the predictions and what the, you know, quote-unquote experts are saying, but I got to imagine, you know, unless, and you can never predict injuries to quarterbacks, mm-hmm. so that's a game changer. If somebody gets hurt, you know, Aaron Rodgers goes down week three or something like that, then that changes everything. But I, you look at that division, and it's hard to think the Patriots are better than the Jets or the Dolphins or the Bills, right? I mean, they're clearly kind of the number four. They are. Just roster-wise, they are. And like you said, Eddie, but the injury bug – Things can go uh, in a lot of different directions very fast. Look at Tua Tungavailoa missing five games, and that had a huge impact on their season. And Josh Allen, he he runs around recklessly. I'm looking forward to the first hit. You know, once I get hit, I know I'm in the game for real. So, you know. And Josh Allen, he he's been one of those guys where he's been durable, but. I mean, it's just going to take one of those hits where he tries to leapfrog a middle linebacker and gets taken down by a safety or something crazy like that, where the injury bug can affect things. But I think, Eddie, just best-case scenario, we're talking the stars and planets align and all that, it'd be the Patriots in second place. I, I just don't see how they could end up being better than the Bills, Jets, and Dolphins. I just don't see that at all with the roster they have. No, I, I totally agree. And so it's going to be another season of spoiled Patriots fans being uh, upset. And look, they should be spoiled. I mean, they've they've had an unbelievable run. Um, but, I, I, you know, the talk is still going to be there. And it's good sports talk to, to try and, you know, see if, the, if a legendary coach is truly on the hot seat. Uh, so I think that there's not going to be a lot this season that's going to happen with the Patriots to quiet down that talk. I think it's going to continue probably for a few more seasons. But again, I just don't see a scenario where Bill Belichick gets fired. So he's not hes not on the hot seat, despite all the rhetoric and all the talk. Yeah. I, I, Bill Belichick is not on the hot seat. And think about that too, Eddie. A lot of, thing, a lot of times what fuels the hot seat or firings, it's high expectations that aren't met. That's part of it. It's not the only thing, but we just talked about how probably best case scenario is Patriots finish second. In their division. It's loaded. The conference is loaded. So if they have a mediocre season, we can't act like it wasn't expected either. You know what I mean? We're not expecting 13-4 and four and we're like, whoa, 8-9? and nine? What's up with this? You know, We're expecting them to be around 8-9. and nine, So we shouldn't act like we're expecting way better right now. Yeah, I think second place is really optimistic. I, I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Is, that's like pie in the sky, the ceiling. Mac uh, Jones finally turns into a uh, not just a serviceable quarterback, but somebody that uh, can yeah. really make plays, not just be a, the old cliche game manager. And think how far behind he is to the other three guys now. Josh Allen is fantastic. Aaron Rodgers is still like two of the last three years. He's been the MVP of the league, you know. And then Tua Tua was a legitimate MVP candidate before all the injury issues he still led the league in passer rating last year that's what mac jones is dealing with he's nowhere close to those guys right now be sure to catch live editions of the ben maller show weekdays at 2 a.m eastern 11 p.m pacific listen to comeback stories i'm darren waller you may know me best as a tight end for the new york giants 
You may also know me for my story of overcoming addiction and alcoholism. You may have heard a few of my tracks as an artist or a producer. Uh, and you may have seen the work that I've done through my foundation. And you may know my friend and co-host Donnie Starkins as well. He's a mindfulness teacher, a yoga instructor, a life coach, a man fully invested in seeing people reach their fullest potential. And we've come to form this platform of comeback stories to really highlight not only our own adversity, but adversity in the lives of well-known guests with amazing stories. Catch us every week on Comeback Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zen create the first ever nicotine pouch, we're still America's number one choice for smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. It could be because Zen is made with only six simple ingredients, including naturally derived nicotine salt. Or maybe it's because Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zen won't cut it like traditional tobacco, just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zin. Find your Zin online or in a store near you at zin.com slash find. That's zyn.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's now time for... Time for... Well, hurry, hurry, I can hardly wait. Ask Ben. Twitter! Send us your questions on Twitter now. We've got Ask Ben... Your questions, our answers, Eddie Garcia, Brian Noah, Monty Bolaños, Justin Cooper, Iowa Sam. We turn it over to Justin Cooper. What do we got, Coop? All right, we're going to start off with a question from Inca Terror. He said, uh, for, for most of the crew, I don't know why I said most, like, like who's, who's not involved in this question? Uh, if you could have a following like the Maller Militia or the Monty Mafia, 
Is that a thing? I didn't. I did. Somebody, yeah, oh, okay. that a thing. <laughs> I like it. I like said, it. What, what would you call it? He said mine would be the Inca ingrates. That's pretty good. Yeah. I think, I don't know, I didn't come up with this, but somebody did have the Garcia cartel. That's right. Oh, that's, oh, that's a good one. That's, that's mine. How about you, Brian? Well, we did this a little bit. The nobodies. When, yeah. Cliff and <laughs> oh, I, I like were doing it. weekend overnights. <laughs> oh, that's, that's right. Good. The nobodies. Like yeah. I like that. Nice. So yeah. we got the Mon- Monty Mafia. Yeah, that? I do like that. Okay, yeah, no, bad. I'd keep that one. Sam? Uh, Let's see. I, 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 I uh, <laughs> Sam's. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't, I, I, the Sam Sillies. No. Something to do with corn, right? It's gonna no, like, no, I'm not defined by corn. I mean, you, you're already, you're already <laughs> Iowa Sam. You're already Iowa There's Sam. There's more to the state than corn. <laughs> All right, Coop, what else you got? Uh, yeah. Coop Crew. Coop, Coop I, I don't Crew. Know. I like <laughs> that. Right. It's not bad. You need something that's military-like to fit in, you know? Yeah. Militia. And- Coop Commanders. Coop yeah. Commanders. All right. All right. <laughs> All right, uh, we have the next one from Cowboy Killer. He wants to know for the crew. Uh, we've we've done this before. But we have lots of new people on the show, right? Uh, what is the first jersey you ever received as a present or or purchased? Oh, it was a Greg Lloyd Pittsburgh Steelers jersey, and I actually got it for free. Uh, this was before the internet, so you had to like send away in a catalog for it, and so I sent away for it, and it never came. And so I contacted the company. I think it was like. Rydell or something like that. I don't remember who was doing the jersey back then. Uh, and they gave me my money back, and then like two weeks later, the jersey showed up. So I got actually got it for free. How about you, Brian? Nice. Man, I'm trying to think old school. I'm pretty sure I had like a super, super cheap, when I was a little, little kid, Merino jersey. Pretty sure I had that. I don't know if it was technically a jersey or not, but... It was definitely in the Jersey family. I would T- say a it's t-shirt Marino. jersey kind of a thing. I-, I think it was closer to a jersey, but it's like for a little little kid. It wasn't like a replica or anything like Did that. Did it come with the plastic helmet as well that you could wear? <laughs> oh, man, I couldn't tell you. I'm not sure. Maybe, but uh, yeah, I rocked that every day. You know, like I would literally just sit shirtless until if my mom was washing it, I would wait until I wouldn't wear anything until it was washed, and I just rock it some more. You know. That was my that was my wardrobe back then when I was little. Monty, are you a jersey person? I am. Oh, I have too many jerseys. I can't oh, remember nice. who my first one was. It were they were gifts, but it was either a cheap, I mean like from Ross Allen Iverson 76ers or it was a black Chris Webber Sacramento Kings. Wow. One I, of those two was my first one. I would have bet Dodger jersey of some some kind. No, you no? know, I Growing up, my family wasn't really into baseball. It's something that I picked up on my own. Right. Uh, you know, in Costa Rica, baseball wasn't that big of a thing. So, really? Yeah. Huh. Soccer is a big thing over there. You know, basketball. So, like, that's kind of what I grew up with. And so I had a lot of basketball jerseys starting off. Sam, it has to be an Iowa Hawkeyes jersey, right? I did have the little kids Iowa Hawkeye jersey, yeah. the plastic helmet with, like, little foam pads in there. I had a Cubs uniform as well. But... Eddie, I have to bring up the fact that a few years ago you gave me a Iowa. It had to have wow. been a, a lineman's uh, yeah. jersey, like worn by a lineman, because this thing's like a dress on me. <laughs> uh, it's, it's a number in like the nineties. I think it's like ninety-one. Yeah. It's an away jersey, and uh, I have it, and I will wear it at some point for the start of the season. I have to bring that up because you're hosting, and you gave that to me as a gift. You said you got it from Kirk Ferentz when he was a. He was oh, a wow. he, used to, he was a weekly guest weekly back guest. in the day, and he sent us all Iowa. He sent you some jerseys, swag, and I some thought you know, this will be much more meaningful to Iowa Sam than me so I and I so I I have that and I will uh I will wear that and I always appreciate that from Eddie 
Nice. That's sweet. Coop. Uh, it was a Terrell Davis jersey, <laughs> and it was like one of those screen, uh, like silk printed, like uh, like mesh kind of mm-hmm. jersey situation. And my mom bought it off of eBay, and I remember opening the box during Christmas, and it reeked of B.O. Oh, no! <laughs> well, did you wash it and wear it? Yeah, yeah. Did you salute the TV when he scored a touchdown? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> Love the mile high salute. Not enough running backs do that. All right, uh, let's do uh, let's do this one from Jeff Wilkerson. He wants to know, have any of you ever called into a radio talk show? Oh, yeah, back in the day when I was a kid. Uh, I don't know if you remember this name, Brian, but it was the one-on-one sports network and yeah. There was this guy named Papa Joe Chevalier. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was yeah. a huge Steelers fan, so I'd always call up and ask him some Steeler question. <laughs> That's fu- I remember that was when I first started listening to sports radio. I had listened to Mike North in Chicago because I was from South Bend. I could still hear Chicago stations. But Papa Joe, I remember him talking about gambling one time, Eddie, and it was some baseball game, and he's like, oh, suitcases suitcases in terms of the money that you were going to bet on this game. But, um, yeah, I, you know what? I don't know that I've ever gotten on the air calling in. I've oh. called in before. I remember calling in to Eric Casilius's show because he would do NFL trivia around the Super Bowl. And I remember calling in, and I didn't get through. I don't know if I've ever gotten through, though. Monty? I've never called in for like a radio talk show. I definitely have tried years ago to like win tickets, you know, like on Kiss FM here to like a concert or something. I never got through. I was saying. When I have time, I listen to my old show, um, the Todd Bromwell Camp show on KGYM in Eastern Iowa. And uh, I will occasionally call into the show. I'll text their text line a lot. Still, and you're doing it to this day. You're, you do that? I yeah. I actually just called in oh, earlier wow. in July. <laughs> How about that? Because they talk a lot of stuff I care about, and no, Todd's an old fine. buddy you of mine. You don't have to feel shame about it. It's so okay. yeah, I'll, uh, yeah, Good. I will call in and I'll just kind of blurt out my opinion, and Todd and I go way back. So it's fun to kind of get on the air and uh, just uh, get ham it up a little bit. Get on the show. air without working. Yeah, it's just yeah. like my old. I love. I absolutely have. I have so much love for that show. So it's uh, yep. I'll call in. So. All right, Coop. Uh, he didn't specify sports talk. He just said radio talk. So yeah. uh, two times I have gotten on the air in my life. Love Line. Love Line oh, was yeah. the first one. Yep. Uh, and that was in middle school. And then the second time was uh, JT the Brick. I called oh, wow. To, yeah. No kidding. Yep. Mm. Nice. Yeah, I called to defend Jay Cutler. Oh, <laughs> That's <laughs> really. Well, obviously, when he was with the Broncos, everybody yes. thinks of him on the Bears. Yeah. All right, that was uh, that was good. I like that. It was, it was good. You like yeah. that? Did you have fun? Is oh, yeah. it, I liked it. Yeah. Is okay without Ben? <laughs> it's a little weird to do ask Ben without Ben, but I thought it was. I thought it worked out all right. Albert Holmes. Good. Oh, the classic JT the Brick. We talk about some of the great drops in the history of Fox Sports Radio. By the way, fun fact, Eddie. I didn't call into JT, but I was uh, a guest when Fresno State won the College World Series. They just looked for someone. They're like, uh, "This guy will do." And so I went on, and he interviewed me about that. Good times. That was fun. Go dogs. Yeah. All right. What are we looking forward to the first weekend of preseason action? That's next on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com, and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. But I mentioned we want to do some of the features that we normally do on the Ben Maller show and it is a Friday we're going into the weekend and we got to know what we're going to watch on television it's the coop scoop on entertainment
Thank you, Eddie. You're welcome, Coop. All right. Uh, <laughs> like how business like that was. This is serious business, Brian. Transaction. Per the usual, we are going to start in the theaters. And out this weekend is The Last Voyage of the Demeter. This is a. Have you seen the previews for this, Eddie? Yeah. I, I, you know what this made me think of? And I, I've always. I don't know if this is true or not. Maybe you know that when studios own the rights to a certain legendary property, that they have to crank out a movie ever so often to retain the rights for that property. And so this is a Dracula movie, right? Yes. So- and I have never really been like a fan of Dracula stuff. But this one looks kind of cool. I, I mean, I might check it out. The reviews aren't great, and they they typically aren't for these types of uh, you know classic Dracula or like you know Mummy or whatever movies. But uh, I don't know. It looks it looks pretty interesting. It's got a it's got a decent cast, so I'm gonna check that out. It's got a, it's got a 38 percent on Rotten Tomatoes so far, so that's not good. <laughs> I didn't see any when I saw the preview for it. I didn't see anybody I knew. Is there anyone in it of note? Um. So. This guy, uh, this guy, that's always a good sign. This guy, his name is Liam Cunningham. Um, mm. I recognize him from uh, Game of Thrones, okay, but you know, it's not somebody that you would know by name, All right? Uh, but yeah, other than that, not uh, do not you remember really. his Game of Thrones character, Coop? Um, no, he no. does not, <laughs> yeah, all right, I do not. Uh, then moving over to television now, this one's being uh. Advertised. It's being pushed by Netflix a lot right now. It is a new miniseries. It's called Painkiller, and it is uh, it depicts the origins of the opioid crisis in America, which I feel like we've done a lot of these. Uh, you know, there was uh, Hulu had Dope Sick with uh, Michael Keaton, which that one was fantastic, and that That's one a won a great name. Yeah, it was a it was won a lot of Emmy awards. It was a really good watch. I, I highly highly recommend that. Uh, this one on Netflix. It's kind of Kind of the same, same thing. It's going to be a, a six-part series, a limited drama, and this one's got some got some names in it. It's got Matthew Broderick, uh, Uzu Aduba from uh, Orange is the New Black fame, and then uh, Taylor Kitsch from uh, uh, what is that? Friday Night Lights fame, and yeah. So that one is on Netflix right now. And moving over to a little bit later in the weekend, some good stuff here. On Showtime, Sunday night at 8 p.m. is the premiere of the seventh and final season of Billions. Oh, now, man. this was a this is a great show. I love this show. It was kind of a succession before succession. I'll admit that succession is probably better. But uh, this one's still really entertaining, and so I'm glad it's back. It's been it's been like almost like three years since this show's been on because there were so many uh COVID delays and whatnot so that's finally back and then uh last but not least uh, i just watched the trailer for this it's a documentary mini series on hbo it premieres on sunday at 10 p.m it's called telemarketers huh. and basically it's a three-part original documentary uh, and it follows two unlikely heroes as they go from employees to whistleblowers on a 20-year mission to take down the telemarketing industry <laughs> Yeah, uh, and I, I watched the trailer. It looks pre- it looks pretty interesting. Uh, they started when they were fourteen years old. Uh, these guys in uh, telemarketing, and you know, kind of scamming people out of money. And they were like, no, "This is 
not what they were, you know, they realize it's not what they want to do. So now they're trying to, you know, take it down. And so it looks, looks pretty awesome. And so, like I said, that is on HBO at 10 p.m. And uh, that's pretty much it for Coop Scoop Entertainment because we're still in a strike and there's not a lot of new stuff coming out. <laughs> Hi, thanks, Coop. Uh, real quick, keeping in the entertainment vein, Monsi, I saw your uh, Instagram video you did with the uh, the Taylor Swift thing. Has she finally played her final concert in L.A.? I, yes, it, it was. It seemed uh, like yesterday. I heard it was like six shows, and it seems like two weeks later she's still playing concerts at SoFi Stadium. It's like, yeah, she left yesterday. <laughs> oh, did you uh, did you able to get were able to get out there? In the oh, room? I went. Oh, I, I, Once, I, twice? I, I no, there? just no, no, okay. no, no. I had to take out a loan and give up a kidney, but I went. <laughs> well, it was worth it. I, I mean, it was so worth it. It was uh, so the, the worth it. The Swifties, over there. And I'll tell, since you know what it's like to go to Charger games, you know how awful parking is, right? The best part was that I happened to buy public parking at the Inglewood Public Library. And they shuttled us in, and it was the most magical experience. Nice. I that was the best purchase I've ever done in my life. How much? How much was in that? In my life, forty dollars in my life. Okay, and they <laughs> well shuttled done. us in, and I just like walked in like royalty. Yeah, yeah, it was better than like the eighty or whatever they charge. Yeah. At, at SoFi. Oh, people were reselling 100. it for like three hundred dollars. Oh goodness, that's insane. Wow. Were you at Ooh. the you were at the show last night or Tuesday? I went night? on Monday. Okay. On Monday. Right, cool. Sydney Sweeney was at the Tuesday. Night. Of course. <laughs> You know, why would why would Coop care about that? Oh no, That's, no. He's moved on from uh from his other girls. No, I no? have not moved on from Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> wow. Okay. I will always love oh, right. Jennifer Lawrence. I forgot you liked her. <laughs> She's, a taken woman, no, She's so vanilla. She's moved on. So vanilla. So oh, oh, vanilla. Oh, stop, stop, stop. No, no, no. I don't wanna I don't wanna Uh-oh. be what does that even mean? Oh, boy. Here we go. Uh-oh. We need to go to break. We need to go to break. We want to avoid. We've had good vibes on the show tonight. I don't want it to end in a, in a bad way. I'm just confused. Weird. I don't get out of All right, coming up. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh, my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. 